My name is Fitz and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you or you need the meeting. This excerpt entitled Tales from the Field is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. Number five in fifth place this week, we have Gordon Lurie, part of the Fitz agency with one dial, one contact, one appointment, one sip, two apps, zero referrals. Those were not life apps. He got the two, two annuities, uh, two annuities for $40,000. We get 10% credit for that on the total premium. So total premium this week for Gordon Lurie, 4,000 in premium. Give him a hand, everybody. Gordon, are you there? Unmute, show your camera. Good morning. Morning. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. All right. So uh, tell us, a lot of people don't know who you are. I, of course, do. Uh, but uh, tell us who you are, where you live, and what did you do before this? Because you're relatively new to us. I live in Fort Worth. Grew up in Weatherford. Long time Metroplex uh, resident. Um, been in sales of one form or another for about two decades. Uh, very excited to be part of the Fitz Group. Uh, thankful for the opportunity to speak. Um, and yeah, I'm very, very happy to be here. Well, tell us about the apps. You got two annuities for $40,000. There's a story there, I'm sure. Yes. I wrote down a few things to kind of be an encouragement. And so the first thing that, I, that, that hit me was activity is always a choice. It is something you choose to do. There's many places to find clients. Of course, there's leads. There's also a warm market. Uh, listening is a very important skill, as is asking questions. Um, when you see an opportunity, it's always important to take action um, and exercise the belief in what we do, which is a very great service that truly helps people. So the two particular appointment was it's just a simple conversation. You hear a need, and then you have the confidence to speak up and engage in a conversation and find the appropriate solution, which truly helped them out. They had some safe money, earning either zero in checking or very, very little in an expiring CD, and we have a great avenue to help them. So it was a um, very satisfying because it's just I'm, I'm kind of just getting started, getting the ball rolling. And a few nugget takeaways for me that I jotted down that I wanted to share. Um, motion always precedes emotion. Always. If you're if you're if we're in this business, if you're waiting to feel like it, that time's not coming. You you must act first and then you will feel like it it's an amazing thing but the the, the first you you have to make yourself get off autopilot um, there's no growth without being uncomfortable uh, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable um, everything we want is on the other side of whatever our fears are 
It could be many different fears in this industry, but everything you want is right on the other side. And you got to just learn literally to lean into your fears and persistence will have amazing results for you. It's also important, look forward. Past results only matter if you let them. Look, there's a reason the Bible talks about look forward, not backwards. Um, and then lastly, I think sometimes, whether we're face-to-face -face or on the phone, I think sometimes we misuse the meaning of the word rapport, rapport building. When we're talking to people, again, face-to-face -face or on the phone, we literally have a very, very, very short period of time to establish authority, to establish that they have a reason to listen to us. So treat your business like a business. Always be learning. Become an expert. Command attention when you're talking. Self-confidence really can be cultivated. Uh, and just a last little thing to leave, leave all of y'all is never underestimate yourself. We all have so much greatness in us just waiting to come out. Mm. If you're willing to take, I love what Heather said, the micro excellence, take steps. If you're willing to walk, move forward, great things really can happen. So it was an exciting week and forward to the days ahead. Oh, love it. Give a hand, everybody. Nailed it. You know, uh, a lot of nuggets there. And uh, the, the big one I wrote down, because I feel like I've heard it so often, but I feel like in my life, um, I've lived it, I feel like, very often. And that was act first, then feel. Uh, very rarely can you feel your way into an action, but uh, pretty consistently, you can act your way into a feeling. You do it, and then the feeling comes. Like, I, I don't want to get out of bed. Well, get out of bed. <laughs> then you'll be glad you did. I don't want, Hey, how many times have you ever worked out? And after the workout, you said, I'm so glad I worked out. But beforehand you're like, Oh, I don't want to work out because the action precedes the feeling. That was a good nugget there, Gordon. Congratulations on those two annuities. And uh, we look forward to more. Well done. Give my hand again, everybody. All right. Next up we have in fourth place, Mr. Joe Walker, part of the Walker Agency. Uh, Joe, this week with 27 dials, 10 contacts, 10 appointments, eight sits, four apps, one referral, all four were life apps for $4,524. Give a hand to Joe Walker, everybody. Hey, Fitzy. Hey, Joey. <laughs> How's it going, man? Rocking, dude. How about you? I guess we're rocking and rolling, too. Um, I didn't think I was going to be in the top five this week, but okay. <laughs> uh, hey, you guys, I'm Joe Walker. I live up in Seattle and um, was hired by Dan Gillingham many years ago. Probably, I, want, I think I'm on 16 now. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I love being here, man. It was awesome. And we've had an interesting year and uh, we've been working on our recruiting game. And our team is growing. We're really encouraged by a lot of activity going on in our team. And, uh, and I was able to go out and write a little business this week. 
on top of the other things that I was doing. So you can write business and build at the same time. It just so happens. Uh, my little takeaway right now is I love current clients. <laughs> I've been talking to people on the phone, fits like you, and every once in a while you get a hold of somebody bragging about how long they've been in the industry. And then the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, what's going on with your lead program? <laughs> like, man, don't you have people that you've been caring for for the last 10, 20 years? And, uh, and it's funny that many people in the industry just, you know, they love them and leave them, you know, and they don't really have any kind of connection with the people that they've served. And meanwhile, it's part of our culture here in the Fitz Group to stay in touch and be just like involved with our clients. And they call us, which is crazy. And that's what happened to me this week. Again, you know, they call and say, hey, I need you, your help. I had one lady call me the other day, said, I got two questions for you. Me and Tony were laughing. She says, number one, are you still married? And number two, will you come sell me some insurance? I was like, uh, yes, number one. And uh, sure, yeah, number two, I'll definitely, you're going to pay a lot more for insurance for that first comp. But <laughs> <laughs> so anyway yeah but current clients are awesome man they just keep falling into our lap because we have a book of business and they're calling and now they're talking about annuities and kids and grandkids and and everything it was it was awesome this particular one was uh, a four-hour drive away from my house he wanted me to come out and come make sense of his policies and we sat down and he had just a whole some of you guys have been there when you look at all this person's policies and you're like, what is going on with this? I mean, he was paying too much for this one and he had two of them. He had one policy that he didn't even know that he had. Um, and it was something that we had to sit down and look at. And I'm going to tell you, man, our products are awesome. Hmm. Uh, the, the relationships that we have with our carriers is really second to none. I mean, I almost, I almost dare anybody to show me another policy that they have with another company. Cause I'm like, we can probably put you in a better place. Even if it's a couple of years old, we could probably save you money and put you in a higher value product. So that's what we did, man. And it was, um, it was cool. It was a four hour drive. Every, you know, you complain a little bit to have to go get signatures because they're 45 minutes away. I drove four hours <laughs> to go get signatures. And baby, I did. And, um, and, and I got a recruit out of it too, because I've been chasing this older couple's daughter as a recruit for a long time. And she's going to be really key to our organization. And finally, I just said, right in front of her parents, I'm like, I've been trying to hire your daughter for the last three years. And they're like, I know she'd be great at this. So hopefully you'll see her on the, on the team here in a little bit. I want to uh, just encourage you guys with this for, this is, uh, I don't know if you remember this. You remember what this looks like, Fitz? Okay. Oh, yeah. These are old leaderboards. And um, this is from 2011. And for those of you guys who are just coming up, wondering if you have a place in this business, your, your numbers are seen. You know, they're here. But for me, when I was coming up as a young guy, I, I printed out these leaderboards. It came up in my feed some kind of way or another as a fresh board. It's from 2011. And I remember when I, I had these, I would put these, um, I would staple them to my kitchen wall over here and I would put them up and they became 
my target board. Hmm. Like all of these people that I knew were like fantastic producers. Some of them are still here even now. And I would be like, I'm going after that guy. And for me, I, I know that, you know, I'm all about the activity, but I got emotional about my position on the leaderboards, man. I hated being kind of in the middle of the pack or whatever. I re really wanted to be at the top. I've been watching this um, Netflix series, um, Formula One Drive to Survive. And there's 18 drivers. And there's a couple that you know about, and there's the rest. There, like, there's four of them. There's, there's Mercedes, there's Red Bull, there's uh, McLaren, and there's Ferrari. And then there's everybody else. You know, the first, the first four are trying to figure out ways to win. And uh, everybody else is trying to find a way to finish. And when I began here, I was really just trying to find a way to finish, right? Um, but the cool thing about this business is that you can really choose, Barry Clarkson said this all the time, you can choose your own value in this business. You can be part of the pack, which is totally cool, or you can choose to be some of the people that are on top, you know, that are high performing. And uh, the sky's the limit for you, anybody. If you want to, you know, be, you know, top producer in the Fitz Group or an integrity partner or whatever, you get to choose what that actually is. But it does come with um, really just taking advantage of every advantage that we have. For me this week, it was my current clients, and uh, we're gonna. And for my man who just came before here, it was annuities. And for I'm really looking forward to hearing what the top five did to actually put themselves in first place this this week and uh, realize that um, people in the top five and the top three, uh, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> the chase is on. All right, you guys, I'm out. Well done, Joe. Give my hand, everybody. Man, I think it's a, it's a, um, depressing thing, Joe, when I talk to a, a potential agent coming on board, they've answered one of our ads, they've been in the business 30 years and they're looking for a good lead source. Uh, it's depressing. And, and I've gotten to where, when I'm talking to that person, I apologize on behalf of the industry. We failed you because you've been in this business for a long time and, and you still need leads. You have been taught wrong. I'll blame the teacher because I'm a teacher. I'll blame the teacher. Okay. I'm not gonna blame you and blame the teacher, but listen, we are adamant about that. And, um, statistics say Limra integrity marketing actually just joined Limra. Limra is uh, life insurance marketing research association. They keep the stats of the industry. And they say, if somebody buys life insurance once, they're going to buy it seven times over the course of their life. Now it's not buying and dropping it and buying and dropping it and buying and dropping it. It's they are going to add to that policy six more times, seven times over the course of their life. If somebody buys once, statistically, they're going to buy seven times. And um, they're either going to buy from you or they're going to buy from State Farm or they're going to buy from some other competitor that's out there that's asking. Or they're going to respond to another one of our letters and your best friend in the business is going to end up writing the same client. And I'm all for that best friend winning, but I want you to win too. And the way we do that is we serve our clients. They are asking initially for a very basic product. They need more than that, most likely. They have other needs. And we have over 80 different products currently, like 30 different companies. We have access to over 400 companies now. We got something they need. And 
um, it just makes sense to ask, right? So if you're just getting started, look, I know a lot of companies out there, like if you're getting started in this business, you got to spend a thousand dollars a week on leads. I don't know. Maybe that's a way to jumpstart things, but that's certainly not a, a career plan. That's a bad long-term plan. And if you're just getting started now, understand that what we do is we make a friend and we figure out how we can help them. We stay in touch with our friends because their needs change, their life changes. And with those changes come a different void that we potentially can fill. And if you're staying in touch and birthday cards and just dropping a phone call or swinging by their house, if you're in the neighborhood, that kind of stuff goes a long way. And as they're talking to a friend that needs life insurance, now your name comes up because you're the life insurance person, right? This is how we do it. Now, I think leads are a necessary evil for a new agent getting up and off the ground. But for an agent that's been in the business for a while, um, really leads should be less and less and less of uh, a need for you, which means you are more and more and more profitable. And whatever you want to do with that profit is fine with me. If you want to join a wine club, if you want to travel the world, you want to invest in recruiting and build an agency, all those things are perfectly acceptable, whatever you want to do. Thank you, Joe, for setting that example. Give my hand, everybody. All right. Moving on to number three, we have Adam Johnson, part of the McGill agency. Adam this week with 300 dials, 42 contacts, 27 appointments. Gosh, just look at the top three are all big time dials this week. Back to Adam, sorry. 300 dials, 42 contacts, 27 appointments, 16 sits, four apps, four referrals, all four were live apps for $4,536. Give a hand to Adam Johnson, everybody. My name is Adam Johnson. I'm director of Grace McGill. I'm in West St. Paul, Minnesota, which is south of St. Paul. And um, yeah, I talked to a lot of current clients this week, Fitz. That's why you see I've got a good sit rate, but maybe not as many apps. So a lot of times with your current clients, maybe things are cool. But I tell you what I'm finding. We're having a baby in a few months. Oh, let me show you what I have on my granddaughter that I just set up. Um, oh, we're getting married. Oh, do you need coverage on your wife? Um, so there's a lot of things coming up the pipeline that even though maybe we didn't connect on the annual review to actually make that sale, it's like we're planting seeds constantly. And there's been times fits where that's been frustrating for me because I feel like all I'm doing is talking to people, but then stuff pops up. Like I get a call from a client and he's ready for his review and he knows it's time to convert his policy. Like we've already talked about it. I'm not selling him on anything. He's like, how do I make that permanent again? How do I make it a permanent policy? And I'll go over it with him. And then I, so this week, I, that's exactly what happened. I said, well, we can convert it to a, a universal life, but has anything changed in your health? He said, no, I'm still perfectly healthy. Well, let me show you what I have. Because we could switch to this other company that's got something similar, but the cash accumulation is way bigger. And how far away are you from your retirement? And then he said, yeah, that makes sense. And then we started going over the options and, and that's how we sell an IUL. <laughs> so I've been knocking out more and more IULs just, just doing those policy reviews. So it's just such a blessing to like what you and Joe already said, to just keep building those relationships over the years. Um, and people, and you're talking about seven times. I counted on my fingers. I bought seven policies on myself and over, over my lifetime, I bought five, one for each of my kids. I put one on my wife, put one on my granddaughter. I'm going to keep buying coverage. So, I mean, that right there just shows you, I, and I couldn't even remember what coverage I had. I had to review it yesterday. 
I had something I had in place five, six years. And I don't remember how many years I got left on this thing. So um, stuff changes, life changes, people's incomes increase and there's things they wanted to do they couldn't. And now they have the, the funds to actually put the protection they want or, or the cash accumulation they want. And if you just stick with them, they stick with you. Um, so that was the first part. But how, however, I had something super interesting. I did have a mortgage protection lead and it's somebody I used to work with in the food service industry. I was so fired up. And this is somebody, she's super cool, always respected her. She's a, a, a really well-known chef and manager in, in, in the local industry. And um, just to meet with her and be able to help her put mortgage protection in place was super cool. But it also reminded me how lucky I am to be where I am right now. Because <laughs> my work life is completely different uh, than what she's going through now um, and what I used to go through. And I, I don't miss it. I don't miss it, Fitz. It's like you, you talk to them because it's kind of like those war stories. You know, you go, how's this person doing? How's this person doing? But um, I've never had as much autonomy and flexibility and our income just continues to, to be solid and to continue to grow. And just the freedom that you have in this industry and the people you meet, it just continues to be a blessing. So if you're brand new, build your business on those leads and referrals and just keep cranking away. Um, and then if you, you know, as you go, your, your business is just going to keep, keep blossoming. Um, I, I did want to be Jonathan Yakin this week, though. I'm not going to lie. I think it's those 75 dials. That if I would have just put in 75 more dials, maybe I could have caught them. So we'll see. We'll see, Jonathan. I'm looking at you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well done. Give my hand, everybody. Micro, micro, micro excellence. I don't want to say microaggression, but that's wrong. It's micro excellence, micro excellence. Um, that may be it, Adam. The 75 dials may have been that micro excellence that made a difference. Uh, who knows? But man, <laughs> I got to tell you, when Adam started off, he, he kind of made my heart skip a beat. Did y'all hear him say, well, here's what I found. We're having a baby. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> You can't, what? Oh, <laughs> I understood what you're saying. Like the client, eventually I understood the client said, we're having a baby. We're doing this in the, in the coming weeks, but I'm done having babies. Fitz is oh, my, my clients is my clients. Let me clarify. <laughs> Woo. Uh, hey, congratulations. I guess. I mean, whew. made my heart skip a beat. I don't know if a major do the same, but uh, <laughs> that's exciting. And listen, I mean, it is, <clears throat> A little bit different tack here of what uh, he's talking about. He's talking about, of course, serving clients. But I love that story of talking about, hey, I got this mortgage protection lead, and it was somebody I used to work with. Um, first of all, have you made a list of all the people you used to work with? They may all need to buy life insurance. But, uh, but, but being able to reflect back on where he used to be and where he is now, um, and we don't always hear this from the top five, but I like, I love that word autonomy. You know, I've got autonomy now. My income is solid and growing. I have opportunities to do what I want when I want. Uh, and I have had a great conversation with a new agent yesterday. I said, you know, part of that's exciting. There's no ceiling, but also part of it's a little bit nerve wracking because there's no floor. And um, it just depends on what you're going to focus on, though. And I know that Adam for, for years now has been focusing on no ceiling and, uh, and having that freedom. And so many people talk about that. Heather and I were just putting out a podcast the other day and and um, talking about, you know, some people get motivated by a car or a house or whatever, but man, I don't know, a lot of people get motivated by that freedom 
that maybe you never really felt you had. And uh, now you finally got a chance at it. So just grab it and go, man. Adam has certainly done that. Thank you, Adam. Give him a hand, everybody. Okie dokies. Next up, number two. Number two, Michelle Alleman on part of the Alleman Agency. This week, Michelle with 280 dials, 32 contacts, five appointments, 14 sits. So she's going to explain those numbers a bit. Four applications, three referrals, all four were life apps for $9,960. Michelle Alleman, everybody. Good morning. Those numbers are not accurate. There are seven <laughs> applications. I'm not sure how that happened, but seven applications. Sometimes we only set five appointments, but I sit on 14 and how that is, is because I have people that I didn't sit on from the previous week or the previous week or the previous week. And I, I just keep moving them. I never give up on someone until they tell me not to call them again. Just like a lead, mm. a current client, we may not connect. Um, so yeah, this week, thank you Fitz. Um, this week, I'll just kind of tell you about my customers this week. And I'll tell you that a couple of weeks ago when everybody was writing all these IULs, I got kind of mad. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I am very competitive for those of you who don't know me. And I do compete with myself, but I do compete with other people. <laughs> Let me just be really transparent. <laughs> so I said, you know what? I've got to do some IULs. So one of the policies this week was 3,200 target premium. And it was a current client from maybe seven years ago. And I just asked the question, what are y'all doing for y'all's retirement? And then from there, I set up an, an, another um, appointment, a Zoom call, and I just did my IUL presentation. And, and the point of the story is to tell you, if you do the activity, you're gonna get results. You, you're just not doing the activity. And so, um, Another one of my sales this week was, was a new customer. Uh, I met him at MD Anderson. He changes my pick line dressing every week, but not every week. They have a lot of people that do it. So I've seen him a few times and we talked. And so happened that he had cancer like three years ago called Colonial Pen. And you know, there's a two year waiting period. We have this company called CBS that you only have to be cancer free for two years. And so I was able to write him up a preferred plan uh, and it already got issued. It got issued immediately when I put it in. Um, another, the rest of my customers this week were current clients. One of them was just someone who had lost their job. Sometimes people do lose their jobs and they have to lose their insurance for a year or two, but then they call you back. And that's what happened. They call me back. She wanted another plan for herself. She wanted an additional plan for her mother. I haven't gotten her mother's finished yet, but also she wants me to write up all her children. That, that's future sales. That's not this week. Uh, another client was someone from Arizona who I used to have an agent. His name was Joe and he passed away a few years ago. Well, it was one of Joe's customers. Hmm. So our orphan clients are very important. That, that's a client who doesn't have an agent attached to them. So when you start hiring agents, you're gonna be able to have orphan clients as well. 
So that was two policy, two more policies that they wanted. And then I had a current client, she's 85 years old and she wanted another policy. She's 85 or 86, um, I think she's 85. But you'll be amazed at how just staying in touch with your customers. And then one of my customers was a Medicare, well, she was a life customer, but I wrote her up on Medicare last year and she called me on March 31st, which is the very last day of this uh, open enrollment for Medicare. And I'm on the way home, home from the hospital. And I mean, I was at the hospital when she called and I still managed to, I spent maybe two hours on the phone, but we got it all done. And that one wasn't turned in until now, but it was, it was approved already. Um, and that, that was my week, but I wanted to, to share with y'all, these meetings are really important. They, you know, even, even I get down sometimes when I can't work uh, because I get out of the habit of working, which is not good because um, your habits are really important. So the meetings, just to be in the meeting and to hear all the other people, what they're doing, it inspires me. Joe, you inspire me. Marty, all, with all of his annuities, just so many people. Jonathan, this week, I can't wait to hear from him. But I'll read this one thing to you. It's out of this book called Inspiration, which I, I like to look at. It says, our words reveal our thoughts. Manners mirror our self-esteem. Our actions reflect our character. Our habits predict our future. So what are you predicting for your future? And what habits are you changing to make that better? I'm constantly trying to do it. So thank you, guys. Thanks, Fitz. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Well done, Michelle. Uh, I'm just, I'm just constantly blown away by Michelle. I mean, I have been for 15 plus years now, I guess it, it just, uh, she never ceases to amaze me. And she's like, I'm competitive with myself and I'm also competitive with other people. She's going through chemo, everybody. Like, <laughs> If you don't know Michelle yet, like she's been with us a long time, but, uh, she's, she's going through this this, this cancer and she's kicking its ass, but at the same time, she's trying to beat you. <laughs> I just, I love people who play the game that way. Like, Hey, I'm living, I'm going to keep playing the game. And, uh, she does. And it's, <laughs> she's, she's after it. I love, I wrote down the question. I hope everybody wrote this because she said it. And I was like, Oh man, this ought to be automatic. If it's sitting in your repertoire repertoire of questions to ask the world at it. This is a question I ask. What are y'all doing for y'all's retirement? Hey, what are y'all doing for your retirement? What, what are you doing? I mean, I, you are probably going to get people answering the question. And uh, I think that's a, that's a no brainer. And uh, sometimes what you're going to find is somebody like, ah, I got this 401k. It kind of sucks from two jobs ago. We can roll that. Uh, we can save them the bleeding and, and, uh, and put them in something better and make a little money ourselves. Doesn't come out of their money. It comes from the insurance company. Uh, or maybe this, I just think it's the greatest uh, vehicle for retirement savings is, is this IUL, tax-free retirement. Uh, I, is, it, is it the most aggressive? Is it going to earn the most? I don't know. I mean, who knows the future? Uh, I do know it's pretty doggone steady. And, uh, and when you pull that money out, I do know it is tax-free. Uh, I know those things. And uh, those things seem really attractive. 
especially in the volatile market that we live in today. Um, so that's a great question. Uh, what are y'all doing for y'all's retirement? Now, different parts of the country may end up saying that different. Uh, what are you guys doing with you guys's retirement? Um, if you're talking to a lot of y'all's, it could be all y'all instead of y'all. Uh, so it's, it, I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> put it in your own, your own lingo, but, uh, that is a question to add to your list. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you, Michelle. Give her a hand, everybody. Number one, Jonathan Yankee, Alleman Agency, 375 dials, 45 contacts, 20 appointments, 10 sits, 11 apps, five referrals, all 11 were life apps for $12,938.88. Give a hand to Jonathan Yankee, everybody. What's going on? What up, dude? Dude, I'm excited to be here, man. Um, maybe it was a 75 dials, Adam. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, I look at Salesforce every day and you're still beating me for the year. So you, uh, you're a stud, man. Um, Hey guys, my name is Jonathan Yankee. I have been in this business for seven years in August and extremely grateful to be a part of the, the team. Um, I don't know how to, what else to say based on what everyone else said. <laughs> um, but I will try to, you know, give you some, some value. But the biggest thing is like everyone was saying is that you, you, you're not going to be able to do this business by yourself. Okay. You're just not going to be able to do it. Um, so the team makes us individually better period at the end of the day. And you know, like what Heather was saying, it is, you know, we are a result of our small, um, our small habits. Um, and that's something that's pretty cool in the business that also can be an uncomfortable conversation to have with ourselves, right? Because we don't necessarily like that answer all the time, right? But it's also encouraging because we can just change, literally change some small habits and some small things we're doing and get a huge result out of it. Okay. Cause it's the business is really, it's people like we're not in the insurance business. Like, yes, we sell insurance products. Okay. Um, we help people with retirement, but we're in the people business. And the minute we forget that we're out of business. Okay. So, um, a few things I want to mention, I want to, I want to make sure you're aware that last week, I made 300 and I think it was 320 phone calls. If you want to go back and listen to the sales meeting, I didn't turn in any business. Okay. And I, if I was a betting man, most of you probably didn't realize that seeing the numbers this week. Okay. So the first thing I'll say is you just, whether you're doing it part-time or you're doing it full-time, just try to be consistent because it's going to, the numbers will play in your favor if you are consistent. Mm -hmm. It will also help you be less emotional if you're focused on an activity goal, not a results goal. Like I remember very vividly driving to Fitz's office, like after the first year I was in this business and had a difficult conversation. I barely knew Fitz, to be frank with you, but I, I knew who he was. And I remember sitting there and he was like, dude, you're just going to have to 
like here's what I think you're focused on and it's wrong like you're you're very emotional because you're focused on this just focus on this instead right and I remember that and I had I had to work through it like Fitz couldn't do it for me if that makes sense so that's the first thing I'll say make activity goals each week not not results goals um it's gonna help you right um Second thing, I think sometimes we think when we see top producers, we think, well, they just, you know, have a ton of skill and it just came easy for them, right? A lot of times that's not the case. Like I wrote down my apps this week. I want to give you a few stories, but two of them were declines. One was two weeks ago and one was actually this week that I needed to rewrite, right? we get to define what that looks like. We can let a decline or, you know, getting an email saying someone canceled be negative, or we can define it as an opportunity to find more business. We get to define that, okay? We place the meaning on it at the end of the day. If someone curses me out in a different language, I don't really give a crap because I don't understand what they're saying. I don't place any meaning to it. Because it's in a different language. That makes sense. But if they're cursing me out in English, I might place meaning on it. Well, it's the same thing, Jonathan. Why Why do you place meaning because it's in English? Well, it's because I get to decide what the meaning is. Mm. Okay? So don't place bad meaning to someone being declined. Just call them and help them with a different plan. Um, they appreciate that. They, they could care less which company... They're going with you because they trust you and like you, okay? So that was two of the apps for rewrites that were declined. And that's why we work with a lot of different companies. We can help everyone. Another one, the guy said, dude, I already took care of this. I don't want you coming over. I was like, no problem. I just need to get you our information because whoever you met with, I'm not showing it with our office. And if you're happy with you know, what you got, that's cool. I just need to get this off my desk. He was like, all right, that's fair. And I go over and it's 270 bucks a month. He's like, the other guy didn't explain anything to me. And you just asked me a bunch of questions and I'm really glad you came over. Okay. There's a reason why we tell you to respond that way when people say, I don't want it. Does it work that way all the time? No, but a lot of agents aren't explaining things well to people. Hmm. That's why we ask you to call us as well. Okay. Um, and this is the biggest point I want to make five of these applications. Yeah. Five came from a lead that I sat with in 2019 and it was about 300 bucks a month term policy. Um, and it got approved. I got paid and she canceled it. And I was emotional, dude. Okay. But I was like, I got to call somebody and talk about how to handle this. All right. Because because at the end of the day, it's something I did. Either she's just not ready and she don't want to tell me or my process that day, I missed something with her. Right. That, otherwise, she wouldn't have canceled it. So I can't remember who I called, but they told me just go over there and help her get it, you know, closed out. Right. Um. So I went over there and I said, and helped her out. Long story short, I said, hey, Kimberly, can I 
I understand this isn't the right time for you right now. Can I just stay in touch with you? Is that okay with you? Mm. She's like, please stay in touch with me. It's like, all right. So guess what? Once a year, she gets a text message. And guess what? In 2022, she goes, my other company hasn't stayed in touch with me. And I just got a random letter from them that my term's going to expire in three years. And I already made a decision. You've stayed in touch with me. I'm just going to go with you. goes back to what Joe was saying about, you know, and I learned this from Joe, by the way. Okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not. I've learned this stuff from other people getting around them, events, sales meetings, you name it. But he, he said, dude, you have enough information to be this person. Why would you not try to check in with them every year, right? And just see how they are. You're not trying to, you know what I mean? Anyways, and so that five apps came from that just because I was just staying available to someone. That's a very small thing that brought like, I don't know, 3,000 in premium. Um, and now she, there's five apps in the house. She's not going to cancel now. So I know that's a mouthful, but I just want to encourage you, like, you know, like Adam was saying too, like when you're getting in this business, just get after it, but don't just don't stop. And if you're feeling emotional, talk to somebody. Don't, don't stare at your windshield and contemplate how terrible life is. You know, like, you know, not every week's going to be awesome, but you're going to have bigger weeks and bigger weeks, you know, as you go. Um, you're going to learn stuff that, you know, can't really be taught to you. You're going to have to catch it by, by showing up um, and by being available to people. Okay. Um, that's really all I had. There's one last thing I was going to say. Um, I know it's a lot. But I read a lot of books by Jordan Peterson. He's a, a psychologist. His books have helped me tremendously. Um, I mean, reading in general is going to help you tremendously. But the, the results you want to see in this business really come from the questions we ask ourselves. And he says, in one of his books, he says, ask yourself this, what's one thing I'm doing wrong that I know I'm doing wrong? It doesn't have to be a terrible wrong. It could be like not being consistent at something that I know I should be consistent at, right? Whatever. Um, something you're doing wrong that you know you're doing wrong that you could fix, okay? That I would, that you would fix too, that you could fix and that you would fix. Meditate on that. Take time and meditate on it. You'll get an answer, all right? It's not going to be the one you want though, <laughs> but it'll be the necessary answer. It won't be the one you want, but it'll be the necessary one. So I just encourage you, keep moving, lean on your team, literally lean on the team and keep moving, keep working. And it's gonna be a great year. And come to Dallas in July. You won't lose money investing in yourself. So see you. Dang, give my hand everybody. Ran out of room with my paper. <laughs> Taking notes from Jonathan. It was a mouthful. Look, um, if you're watching this live, we're going to put out the recording of this. You need to watch that again. Uh, if you're watching this recorded, just 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 drag it back to the beginning and watch it again. 
Uh, and again and again, he said so many things, and I don't want to butcher it by trying to recap it. Uh, I love what he started off, though, saying it's a people business. And really, everything he said after that was a subset of this a people business. Uh, that is a, a, a solid point. And um, go back and watch this again. That was great teaching by Jonathan Yakey. Give him a hand and give all the top five a hand. Well done, everybody. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.